2: yo 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 yo! welcome to reasonable wrestling and this is a special edition uh as this is the 16th week and this is the first time me and ct are actually doing a show when we're not together so uh we're doing the show via skype so uh let me go ahead and introduce you i am chris the most high i cannot do my lighter flick because i am in the hotel but i am i am with my tag team partner chitty bang say what's up chitty
1: So what's up, what's
2: up I bring it via satellite The unfiltered, the uncut The the, the unedited Because, well, we're going to have to edit this one I'm not even going to lie to you We're going to have to edit this one But uh, we're coming to you live, man Coming to you raw Once again, it's the Reasonable Wrestling Podcast Uh, We are tired as shit today, I can tell you that So we're going to try to give y'all the most efficient show that we can This might be our most Efficient We're gonna hit the marks What was our best written What was our best produced Why What you should see from it What you should like from it We got some business and logic That we're gonna to get to We're not gonna to spend too much time But just something to water your palate And we're gonna get the fuck out of here because, uh, Jesus Christ,
0: it,
1: it's I almost 12 o'clock, it's 11.33, uh, we've been, we've had, we've long days, he's over there in Fort Lauderdale, I'm in Orlando, it's been a hectic week, and it's gonna be a hectic week going forth, but, uh, we're, we're still here for you guys, we're still here, recording, and, uh, there's a will, there's a way, we found a way, and we're we're doing
2: it. Yeah, speaking yeah. of this, there's a will there's a way. I wasn't even going to be in Fort Lauderdale, but they made a way,
1: goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to MLW making a way. You know, hooking up Chris with the with the hotel and getting them out there for war games. War games should be popping. I can't, I wish I was there. Yeah,
2: MLW war games. Make sure y'all check it out whenever it drops. Uh, that's the that's our cheapest and only plug. Oh, also follow us on YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, Stitch, the uh, uh, Podcast Republic, iTunes. As I say every week, <laughs> just
1: search "reasonable,
2: wrestling in, yeah, search <laughs> reasonable wrestling" in Google. Yeah, search "reasonable wrestling" and Google. You can find us. Alright, so we're gonna kick off the show right now We're probably about two minutes in And uh, we're gonna uh, Kick off the show at our high spot So CT, go ahead and take it away
1: Alright, let's go uh, My high spot of the week um, I'm going to, after a long Long hiatus, show some love to my My, my baby NXT uh, You know, my high spot Is Veloteen Dream versus Johnny Gargano This week, it of was course. awesome Of course, The match was dope, man Um Velveteen Dream and his theatrics are just the best right now. Uh, he, the way he comes out, the way he 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 moves, the way he emotes, everything about him is great. He comes out to the ring in a shirt that's it's a Johnny Gargano shirt, but it says Johnny Failure on it. You know, he has uh, the Johnny Gargano armband with his uh, logo on it. It's a really funny uh, way that he goes about creating. Uh, tying in his opponent to his to his attire all the time, and then in the match, they just wrecked shot. They they were just killing it. You know, Johnny was still selling the knee, uh, and, and and as we know, they're both workers. You know, so I think that Double Team Dream is as as much as a worker Johnny is, and he has such a big fan base. Double Team Dream man, he has like the full fucking package when it comes to character meets working, he has a blend that I think if WWE use him right on the main roster, he can make a lot of money on the main roster. If they use him right, and I just hope they don't fuck him up. You know? But, um, yeah, there was many near flaws in the match. Uh, Johnny, you know, he still has this crazy edge to him that he's trying to get over to Tommaso Ciampa, and that kind of cost him the match, because, um, at one point, he was gonna DDT and Velotin onto the pavement onto the, the floor from the ring and the referee was stopping him and you know Johnny's kind of like should I do it or not but velveteen gets in his head and velveteen says to him uh, uh, they, they, he, he just he doesn't ddt him and he gets throws him back into the ring velveteen starts to I mean Johnny starts to bring down his knee pad to do a you know a knee to velveteen and velveteen's is just talking shit he's like yo you're a failure you're a failure saying like you're Johnny failure and he's like I'm not a failure. And then he runs over to give him the knee and Velveteen picks, scoops him up, hits him with that rolling, that valley driver, pins him one, two, three. It was an epic match. You know, from bell to bell, it was hot. You know, the crowd was hot. Everybody was um, hot with that Velveteen luring him in and securing the victory was, was I think, a nice finish. And then, you know, Johnny's sitting there. Uh, kind of, like, dejected after losing the match. So I think that Johnny's still trying to recover from his uh, the residuals of Tommaso's Ciampa's effect on him. So I think that's a great storytelling piece.
2: Well, I uh, appreciate you giving me the insight on that because, obviously, I was working today. Yeah. Uh, damn, I'm speaking a little bit too heavy in the mic, so let me back up. Um i i was working today so i didn't get to see the match so you gave me something to look forward to that's kind of what this show is about you know what i mean if you missed it we give you a reason to watch it so um i definitely will be checking out nxt just to watch that match um as the piggyback off of anything you said um i'm not getting my hopes up with anything wwe does with a character i'm just gonna have to watch it they're at this point with me where they're just gonna have to prove it i don't uh um so with that we're gonna leave that where it is um but i do think velveteen dream is a great showman uh he's learned from the best you know what I mean. He's only twenty three years old, but so he has the he has the disposal of so many you know greats that he can emulate. You know what I mean, and make it his own. Absolutely. So um, I definitely do see great things for him. Shout out to um, uh, him doing the spot for Evolve. Um, so the Velveteen Dream is a high spot, not just that match, but he is a high spot. Um, yeah. Uh, my next, uh, well, my high spot will be um, the Almas and Daniel Bryan match. Um, Almas and Dan- Amis and Daniel Bryan—they just put on an absolute barn burner of a match. Um, so. Um, uh, They kicked out in, I'm not going to talk about the promo segment That happened before I'm not going to talk about Bree and Daniel Bryan before Because none of that matters to me That's not a part of my high spot If you guys want to go watch that You can catch that clip on YouTube well, my high spot is the match the match between uh, uh Andrade's Omar, CN and Daniel Bryan um they worked each other it looked like they called it in the ring which was finna- you know fantastic to see two workers just work off each other um Daniel Bryan is still proving that he will kill himself um and Almas is proving that he is going to be one of if not one of the best workers um in the business. Uh I think he's just gonna be a hand. Um, I kinda don't see a ceiling for him at this point in time. Maybe if they do utilize him more as a heel, um, give Zelina more fire as his mouthpiece, um, and keep him off the mic. I know we talked about um possibly use, utilizing that tranquilo a little bit more in the Eddie Guerrero type of way, but other than that, um the match itself was just fantastic. Uh, it was a great match. So, um, if you guys have time, go see, Vel- uh, go see, um, uh, check out the match between Daniel Bryan and, uh, uh, Andrade It was a, it was a great match. I don't think it may be as great as Johnny and, uh, Velveteen Dream, but if you know who, uh, La and Bryan Danielson is, do you know that that was a great match? Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. Uh,
1: I think that the match was awesome. I, it was it was even better than the first one that they did linked up, and I want to see them have a program together just because I want to see actually a full, you know, maybe you know twenty minute match on pay per view maybe one one day. But uh, I I I, I, I you, like you 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 alluded to it before. Me me and you had a conversation about Andrade and his ceiling last week, and then we had a conversation during the week about how we should see him just come out. And let Zelina talk. Do all the talking, and then he just says tranquilo at the end of the match or at the end of the promo. And I I, I completely agree that he comes on with that cool swagger. Rather than putting him on a mic all the time because he know he's very very new to the English language, he has that language barrier. Just have him say tranquilo. I'm telling you, over and over again, it will get over. Uh, Me and uh, Chris were talking about that earlier this week. So... Yeah, I think that you know, even though I, I'm a huge on mark, so I I, I think that Chris k- got um, hit the nail on the head. We we shouldn't right. let him talk too much on the mic. Have him come out there, say Tranquilo every every, like have Cena talk for like three minutes or two minutes straight, and then just have him say Tranquilo and, and we'll get over. It, I'm pretty sure, you know. But I love the match too. They beat the shit out of each other. Anytime, <laughs> you know, Daniel Bryan's out there, his his chest ends up turning to a freaking hamburger me. It's uncomfortable to see, but uh, yeah, keep doing your thing, guys. Uh, shout out to uh, you know, John Dory, just putting on match after match. I think I like I, I like every single match he's had on the main roster with AJ, with Rusev, with uh, with Daniel Bryan. Now, so that's just me though. Um, but yeah, that was, that was that was a great match.
2: All right, but, let's uh, keep the show rolling. Uh, what we got next? Best written or best produced?
1: Let's go to best written. Um, I'll go with my best written of the week. My best written of the week is the Miz. Um, actually, no, it's 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 two things on SmackDown per, per se. I think that the Miz and it, and it kind of ties in with the Miz, but the Miz just has been written as a cow, coward his whole career. So them shooting a, uh, you know, him coming to the coming to the arena. He came to the arena while it was still not even open. He had a had promo where him and the Marys called out Dan and Brian. And there was the arena was empty. It's like before everybody got there. Next thing you know, you know, when the show starts Dan and Brian and Bree come up to like, all right, the Miz, you're calling us out when we weren't here. Now we're here. Mind you, the Miz is uh, at a restaurant around down, down in uh, Detroit somewhere. So Bree, Bella, and Dan Bryan take it upon themselves to go to the restaurant and find them. The Miz comes to the arena, saying, You know what, I, I, you know, now that um, I thought about it, I'm back and if Dan Bryan wants to call me out, I'm back here, but he already left to the to the restaurant. So like I think that the Miz the thing about him that I like the most, is about what reason why he's my best friend, is because essentially he's consistently written. He's been a coward from day one, he's consistently written as a coward, he used the brass knuckles to beat Dan Bryan and I like consistency. You know, um, it's a guy who's so twisted in that, like his his he's so dis- his his vision of who he is and what he go- what's going on is so distorted that he can't see that he's a coward. You know, everybody sees him. He's the guy is just a bitch. He's running away. He's using grass knuckles. He's cheating, but he doesn't see any of the bad shit. He does. He sees only the good things. He does. He sees it as Daniel Bryan being the one who's a coward. He takes every shortcut and he uh, twists he twists every scenario to bec- in his favor. So uh, I thought it was a clever way to, not clever necessarily, i just, just applauding it for its consistency. Um, but what I also thought was very clever on SmackDown was the way they uh, interweave our truths and, and the thing no, about it. I, no, no,
2: no, I hate it. There's no thing about it. There's no thing about you it. You hate it? No, <laughs> no. You can't say anything was best written and put Our Truth in it. I'm not going to allow you to keep talking. So just end. No, end your, be- no. End your best written statement and then continue with Our Truth. Our Truth is never going to be on my show as a best written anything.
1: You can't just not write just because they put a character that you don't necessarily like. I'm not saying that Our Truth is my favorite wrestler. Well, what I'm saying is that it was a clever way to write him into a main event. You know the whole thing with Carmelo, the way he he to use his character as a you know buffoon to get him into the main event, I thought was a clever way, and uh, it tied in throughout the entire show. Like I like storylines that go throughout the entire show. Um, it was crazy, it was absurd, yes, but I didn't see that coming. I didn't see Miz Archie's main event having a. And it
2: made me tune out of SmackDown. It's the first time I tuned out of SmackDown in a while. I. Right. <laughs> Like the show is the show is our truth, nigga. Like no, I'm not watching those whole hour, two hours theme
1: of our truth.
2: Going around to different blonde girls and like, man
1: it was comedy. Um, and not that it hit for me, but I'm saying that I know it hit for other people. And I know that it was, um, it's a way to use it. Uh, it's here's the thing must like They use talent that you wouldn't expect in invented ways. And I'm applauding that you, you can't write the same show every week. Like, like raw does. And I'm applauding them not writing the same show every week. And even though we may not like some of the characters they used this week or any other week, uh, because we're not going to get Shinsuke every single week. We're not going to get our favorite guys every single week. They use their roster efficiently, and they put them in the right spot. So that's why I think um, we didn't get New Day this week either. But, like, I think that it's different. That's all I'm saying. is like the way they did it is Okay. Not that it was, you know, it was, so that's all I'm uh, saying. That's, that's what I'm thinking. I just want to give SmackDown props for writing. That's
2: Something that's that's perfectly fine. I would have liked for you to like do that as a character flashlight. I don't ever want you to do a best written segment and then say, "Yeah, our truth," because then that's it's not it. It's not it's not happening. But uh, no, I can definitely agree. I can definitely agree that SmackDown utilizes their talent uh, way more than Raw does. Um, they they seem to have a grasp on. A wrestling show So obviously wrestling has variety And stuff like that So um, Yeah I, I'm, I'm not gonna beat up on you too much about that It was And it's your opinion as well So you know What what all can I say about it um, uh, My my best written Of the week um, I didn't necessarily um, Have one Cause I was gonna go with AJ And some more Joe But it's certain things in that feud that doesn't hit for me um
1: i hear you
2: you know what i mean um, i'm not gonna go with miz and dan brian um i am gonna go with um drew and and dolph ziggler um as far as having them being uh the, the story was written as to why Strowman picked them as to why that they were able to, why were they the chosen ones? And then when you're talking about interweaving a storyline throughout a show, they end up winning the tag titles, making Dolph Ziggler a Grand, grand Slam, champ, uh, grand slam um, uh, t- uh, title holders in, in WWE. So um, the, uh, Dolph and Drew, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre teamed up with Braun Strowman last, not this past week, but the week before last. To help destroy the S.H.I.E.L.D., to, to be on Braun Strowman's side That story was told as to, you know, like I said, you know, you're a friend of my friend I mean, an enemy of my enemy is my friend, you know, so um, And, like we said, Braun Strowman didn't necessarily... Um, he didn't have a chance to prove himself as being a monster But at the same time like If you're gonna put the shield back together You're gonna have this pull apart bras And stuff like that then you can't Just do it with one person you gotta have Somebody to help him so um, And then for them to come out And beat the B team finally and take the Straps off of them which I mean For thank God um, You know
1: yeah, I'm down. I'm down with uh, you know the new dudes, new two dudes with attitudes getting the straps. I'm I'm totally down with that. I think they have been written well for um, the, the weeks they have been using them. So I'm not gonna hate on that. What I will hate on is the the sentiment that Braun actually gave a. A valid argument as to why he's doing these guys, you know, considering the way they've written him. I think that Braun is one guy who's an exception to the rule of like, all right, I, I'm going to need the enemy of my enemy or my friend or whatever. Um, so, I'm, I'm still not on, on the on the ball on the, on the on the same page with this whole Braun turn, but I will uh, acquiesce to you that yes, Dolph and Drew McIntyre are being written very well and i we honestly we haven't get we haven't given them their their just due on the podcast yet Dolph and drew have been written pretty pretty strongly and i think that they're on um they're one of the highlights of the raw show with that said right, we can move on to our worst written what do you got um
2: my worst written is um Oh, Elias women's wrestling on Raw. I don't want to talk more about it, but it's just that, <laughs> so. All right. Yeah, so it, it, if you've watched, listen, the whole women's division on Raw is, um, is atrocious. Um, I don't know what they're doing from the Nikki, Bella, I mean, from the Bellas to the Riot squads, but... Sasha and Bailey not being on the show to Alexa coming out with Elias and doing everything that he does with the i just hate it I hate it all, and so there it is. my worst written is raw women's rasta
1: I feel you um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna'm not gonna disagree I think that they're not highlighting the the the, they're not showcasing Ronda to, to her capability And making that title mean something on Raw so They're kind of putting her and surrounding her with a lot of different pieces And not really showcasing Ronda as champion as she should be um, I will say, however, which is what am I, well, I'm not going to get into it, But my character flashlight is Lisa floss getting thrown around like that But that is one thing that I did pop for uh, during that whole segment but uh my my worst written is also on raw surprise surprise Bobby Lashley so yeah I don't know what they're doing with Bobby Lashley and Kevin Owens coming out there I, I just it just doesn't work for me man it really doesn't um but it's not just Bobby Lashley uh, well you know it, it it's more than that it's more than that because like raw is just written with no continuity whatsoever but and to me I think it has to do with more production, so I'll talk about it in more and worse produced, but this segment with Bobby Lashley, um, there's no context to Bobby being this aggressive a guy who needs to get calm calmed down. I can, I know he has that that weight, that, that level that he can go to, but he's in a match, and he's going to it in a match. now they had they set a precedent of like all right, Bobby he's a loose cannon at times, and Jinder needs to help him out with it. Then this segment, I wouldn't mind it so much But it was kind of like just out of the blue And um, Baron saying that Bobby needs his counseling It just made no sense to me um, Continuity wise There's no effective You know, purpose to yeah, that segment In my opinion
2: Yeah, I hate Bobby
1: <laughs> Got it Got it God, I hate Bobby. All right. So uh, You want to go to your best
0: produced
2: huh? um I necessarily didn't have a best produced per, per se this week um what I will say is that um uh the 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 the, sixth, the not the sixth man the the triple threat tag match with uh the Uso Sanity and Rusev Day was produced really well um and I will say the reason why it was produced really well is because everybody got their shine. Um, no one really looked out of place. Um, good. sanity still looks strong. Um, the Usos obviously is the standard of tag team wrestling. And Rusev, they went over. That is that, that's a perfectly produced match. Uh, they, 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 uh, they went long form with it, gave them some time. And you didn't really see too many things out of place. So I would say that would be my best producer of the week.
1: All right, cool. Yeah, it was an advertised match that actually, I think, delivered. So all for good. So props to SmackDown. SmackDown doing it again this week, having a solid show. Um, my, my best produce is uh, Undertaker's entrance. I'm sorry, but, like, every time we see Undertaker come out, the way they could, he's a happy, he has the best entrance in wrestling history, for, in my opinion. You know, so there's nobody that you can say has a better entrance than Undertaker. Even though I'm not super captivated by this program with Triple H going into uh, this Australian showdown uh, in Melbourne, I still was like, man, like, just watching him come out, I was like, man, like, it's just an epic feeling I get when I watch him or when people watch him. I know that I'm not the only one that loves Untaker's entrance so even though you know he's he's uh, old and you know he's dusty and you know he's gonna go face Triple H and we, he had this program with uh, this old segment with Shawn Michaels which kind of built a match between him and Shawn Michaels more than it did a match between him and Triple H people now want to see him and Shawn Michaels go at it again rather than him and Triple H but um, I just his entrance is always pretty well and it, just to see it again it gives you that feeling of man like that's down to take it. Like, you know, this is somebody, even if you don't like him, like, you gotta respect it. And the way they do it, the way that the smoke comes out, the, 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 the how long it takes for him to get to the ring, everything about it is just on point. The music, the dead man is there, you know, and it, they really capture the ambiance of him every single time. So um, I, I've never gotten the chance to say that on the podcast, because that's why I'm choosing that. His, his entrance is the best produced thing I've seen all week.
2: Okay, I'm not. I mean, I was there for WrestleMania. I saw WrestleMania entrance. I can't really say that it is not, you know. But I'm not gonna be like, wow, that's my best producer of the week. But hey, let's keep the show <laughs> rolling. Keep
1: it rolling. Um. So yeah, uh, worst produced Uh,
2: the the Raw's women's roster, like it. It can't be produced, in you know, it's it's written worse. It's produced worse. The match had botches. It's not produced well. Agents is not telling the, the workers how to work. Um, the, the, they're, what they're giving them to say just isn't working. Ronda just isn't working. Natty just isn't working. Uh, the riot squad isn't over. Sasha needs to turn. Everything is produced horrible over there. Got it. Got it.
1: The rundown. Chris with the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Just nigga, running
2: this shit down. I'm tired, man. We're part <laughs> of know, that. No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> complaining. I am not complaining. I completely
1: understand you. I am very tired myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is, everything is, yeah. pro, is produced wrong. Like, it's, it's you know, it's tiresome. Like, you know, even down to Dana Book's sp- splitting from, from there. Um, from yeah. um, Titus Rowan, I'm sorry. You know, like, splitting from the, like, it's, it's just produced bad. I, I, I'm. Yeah. No, I feel you. I mean, uh, at
1: the point, I understand it's not much you can go really into. into you depth You can't go with into depth with it because
2: you, you know um, what I mean. Like the every everything, like the whole roster, like every Alexa I, coming I, out and Elias. Like I'm, I don't want to like I don't want to go in depth. There's nothing good about it. It's nothing. Yeah, don't don't try you, to turn. Down. I'm not. Yeah, you don't have to go in depth.
1: You don't have. To, it,
2: okay. It's it's really <laughs> like it's really bad. Rhonda's been bad ever since she's been turned.
1: Um, I really you know what's funny like I really miss Nia Jax I, can't, I, I mean I, I don't know I know she's injured but I hope when she comes back shit changes a little bit I mean I'm not saying that she's the saving grace of the women's division but I mean goddamn. I mean hopefully she can do something that you know cause she was like actually doing some really good shit before with her and Ronda before uh, she got injured I mean with her yeah, Hernandez before she got injured. So I'm curious to see how she uh, develops when she gets back. So hopefully, I can come and save the women's division on Raw. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, my worst produced is Raw. It's just Raw. Yes. So um, yeah, my worst produced of the week is Raw, and it's just as a whole show, it just makes no sense with certain things. And I'm going to point it out to you. I'm going to break it down for you. So we saw the pull apart Raw, right? Peep this. The first, Baron Corbin comes out And he waves people to go Go oh you got The whole roster gotta come out and pull apart these guys Guess who the first person out there is Huh Yeah, it, it's Finn Balor So Finn Balor is running At the behest of Baron Corbin To pull apart brawl As his little like you know Minion pretty much Two segments later Finn Balor is asking Baron Corbin for a match like, how like, – I mean, how can't you – like, how are you going to produce that and as a writer or as a producer say, okay, this correlates and this makes sense. I'm going to have Finn Balor run out to do pop Bro, not. No, I mean, I wouldn't even – it wouldn't mind to me if Finn wasn't, like, the first guy. He's He was the first, literally the first guy that ran out there. So Baron Corbin – that image of Baron Corbin telling everybody to come out and Finn being the first one, it really stuck in my mind. as like, wait, why is – why is Finn, you know, running after the behest of Band Grant Corbin to, to do his dirty work? If anything, after everything they've been through, giving us a million matches of Band Corbin, Finn Balor, Finn's like it's going to take his time. I'm not, I'm not doing shit for you as he am, you know. But then he came out, boom, he did that, and then he goes and asks him for a match. So it's like, oh, he's running out there doing his job, and then he's going to ask the guy for a match, and he hates the guy again. So, boom, that's that was that was that that bothered me. Then we have the whole Bobby Lashley shit that I already talked about. Then we have the Sasha and Bailey come out. They come out and the uh, name tags, you want to call them Boss Hug Connection, whatever you want to call it, give them a name tag, Boss Hug Connection. Give them, and we get them both coming out to Sasha Banks Music, and then we get a Sasha name tag, and we get a Belly name tag. I just think that if you're going to, Book them as a tag team. Give them a tag team um, name play and let them ride. I know you want to put their Twitter handles. Put them underneath the Boss Hug connection and let it ride. Because me, I saw it and I could have sworn that I could have sworn that Bailey was just um, in a singles match. Because I didn't even see the Sasha shit. And then fast forward to the end, we have the second uh, the w- roster invasion where they're they're all t- attacking kills. We have Kevin Owens, the first one running out there to tag the shield. At the best of who? At the best of Baron Corbin. I mean, not Baron Corbin. At the best of um, Braun Strowman, the guy who put him through hell for the past, you know, four months. And I don't want to be this guy who's nitpicking everything, little thing, but I wouldn't... The visual stick in my mind as a guy who's familiar with the product. So I'm like, okay, yeah, Kevin Owens is coming out there to beat the shield down because to help Braun Strowman out, the guy who's tormented him for months Finn Balor's running out there to pull apart Braun but he's feuding with the GM who's telling him to do all this stuff this just, in my mind, doesn't make your show flow seamlessly and it makes me, as a viewer who watches every single week kind of kind of like, you know it it takes me out of the moment a little bit that's all I'm going to say, you know, it takes me out of the moment
2: well, you know I, well, you know I can care less about raw. <laughs> uh, like you know, like I, I everything you said, I'm listening to you repeat it, and I'm like, yeah, I watched it, and I hate myself for watching it. The pull apart brawl was horrible. Um, I'm not going too much in depth Ooh, with it. F- um, what's up? The Shield get arrested? Right,
1: so they get arrested, and then they they make bail. Are we supposed to believe that Roman stole a cop paddy wagon to van to bring him back? Are we supposed to believe that? That they stole a cop van to bring him back to their? Oh,
2: don't be that guy, right? man. Come on, CT. Like, I don't wanna. Don't Ooh, do that. Man. Okay, Bro, people, he, people bring in ambulances, is. Austin comes in with a Zambino, people come in with a, you know, people come in with, you know, a, a, a milk truck, a beer truck, you know, like, don't do not do that. Dude,
1: a policeman is a little bit different than a milk truck or uh, an ambulance, say, you know, that's, he's driving a police car, like, I mean, that doesn't stick out to you? like i mean the logic there is doesn't make sense to me and we're a logical podcast if we're gonna say that he made bill he shouldn't be driving the same car he, they put him in the backup i'm sorry logically speaking and i'm, I'm I, how you
2: know he ain't with ass how you know that
1: <laughs> now you're now you're making excuses for i'm <laughs> just
2: saying like nigga i spent all my bill money who said i got money for uber now
1: you stay making excuses for him man I'm just saying
2: <laughs> uh, but I, I get it I understand I get it I get it uh,
1: uh, alright then and then that's that's our main uh, part of the show we can we can move on to character flashlights I already told you Alisa Fox throwing her ass all over the place as Ronna you know does her arm arm whips and arm drags and Alicia, man, she's taking some serious
2: punishment every week from
1: uh, Ronda Rousey. That's
2: what she get I for would... talking about her husband. Uh, <laughs> Online? No, at WrestleMania. Who's
1: talking
2: about whose husband? Um, Alicia Fox was talking about Ronda Rousey. You read all the shit, nigga. Like, why do I have to inform you? I feel, well, I'm just playing. Uh, um Alicia Fox got, got into it with uh Ronda. Pen, ra- uh, with Ronda Rousey's um husband and um you know she was put in the doghouse.
1: Wow, I didn't know that. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Do your research man. Oh yeah yeah yeah
2: you no, told me. No no no, yeah. no, 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 don't yeah 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 me. I I just broke yeah. it down.
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, but yeah, she's taking some punishment right now. So I
2: guess she's in the doghouse. Yeah. Uh, get those receipts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have a character flashlight. Um, no one jumped out for me from week to week, from last week to this week. Um, maybe Sanity? No, no, no. I was gonna say Sanity, right. but um, they didn't perform. They didn't perform well enough. Yeah,
1: I hear you. You know They didn't uh, perform bro. i us Let's skip Booking Black this week Let's go um, And I think we'll, we'll, we'll get back to it Next week I have, I have a, a good Booking Black Second for next week Let's just wrap up The show With Business and Logic You know, let's, you know It's been a long day So <laughs> okay. let's wrap up The show um, For Business and Logic We're gonna talk about A couple things uh, Let's start with All In How'd you feel about the show? What'd you feel?
2: I didn't watch the show Unfortunately But I heard it uh, was I heard it was a success um, Business-wise, it was a monumental move for um, professional wrestling, independent wrestling. Um, it, it was, you know, for people that literally said they wanted to change the world of professional wrestling, they have done it. Um, I cannot argue with Cody and and Kenny and Matt and uh, and and Nick anymore those guys had a vision. They stuck to that vision and um, kudos to them. Uh, also, some of the talent from MLW was at All In. So, like, it's it's great. It, you know, it, the rub. It's the rub. You know what I mean? So, yeah. all, in was, all In was a, a great success. I, I tremendously applaud them for that.
1: Yeah, All In was uh, I watched a couple of matches and uh, they put on a really hell, a hell of a show. It was really good. Um, I think that they used. They made. A, they, I was curious about how they're going to make the show and what the style was going to be. It was literally a blend of all types of wrestling styles, which I appreciated. There were things there that I wasn't. That wasn't for me, you know, like per, in particularly, you know, Dick Ghost. That's not a thing that I find funny. But then again, I'm not watching Being the Elite, so that's not for me. But uh, and in terms of the show, I, I definitely and even the Black Matizo stuff, I wasn't really feeling it. But I love that fact they have the gall to do it. And I think this is a big step for wrestling and independent wrestling as a whole. I'm I'm curious to see what's going to happen next year and where the, the aftermath of this happens, like what the residuals of this happening and being a success is going to be for wrestling down the line. Um, Cody has so much to be proud of and the young bucks. They have so much to be proud of. And I want to thank them for uh, having the guts to, uh, Go all in and, and, and just say, hey, you know, uh, we're going to we're going to do the best to put on the best show and um, and take a chance and bet on themselves. You know, it's one thing to bet on yourself as a wrestler, but to bet on yourself as a wrestler who can put on a show and go out to the n- indies like Cody did, leaving WWE and saying, hey, I can do it on my own. But it's a whole nother undertaking to put on a show with your boys and have it be a success and you know sell out 10,000 seats it's, it's a whole, it's a whole different undertaking and I know that they could, they probably were afraid to do something like this but it was a success and I'm glad they did it so I want to just say thank you and props to Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks for putting on a hell of a show and Brandy Rhodes and Hitman Page and Kenny Omega and Kota Bushi and everybody who was a part of got it got a bunch of bar, I, um, uh, sushi and shit if you want to come and eat they, were, they really uh, put on a hell of a show um yeah. Um uh, what you got one, next?
2: Hmm? What else you got what what else you got next for oh, business okay.
1: I'm not sure if I should save this for next week cuz I have to go in on this a little bit. But uh I do want to talk a little of Roman Reigns uh taking over John Cena as the number one March seller. I think that this proves that Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns, you know, and he, and he's, they're doing, they're doing the right thing with him, but I think that I'm going to save this for next week, I have a little bit more to go in depth with, it's getting kind of late, and I got a job interview tomorrow, so I gotta get some sleep, you know, um, but, uh, we'll talk more Roman Reigns, and we'll talk some Pentagon, because I'm hearing some rumors about Pentagon, and let's, let, and let's
2: let's, some, let's let some of those, let some of those those rumors frustra out a little bit. We know Penta's doing a, a shot down here with MLW so uh let's see if he still wants to be independent because it looks like you may not have to go do that that contract if you don't need to but for e yeah. to be for e to be reaching out to him that's uh you know that's definitely that's definitely a boost for like I said the guys in the Indies. You know Like you're doing all these You know People talk about Performing in these bars And what not But you know WWE still still paying Attention to it You know what I mean So you can't and So for P- Penta Penta's my man Shout out to Penta You know Sierno, Miendo zero, Mierdo Yeah Shout out to Penta He's he's killing
1: the game He had a crazy Good match With with Kenny Omega that match was dope. Um, this past weekend with, uh, at All In, he's he, he's former TNA champion or Impact wrestling champion. The dude's the dude's a star. He's a legit indie star right now, and I would love to see him if he ever did go to NXT. I would love to see it. But, but, but right now, let's, let's let's just not take that sh- take it with he take everything with a grain of salt. I just heard that today, but we don't know if that's gonna happen. So we'll see.
2: Um what else did you have on um the business and logic? That's it,
1: that's it. I think we can wrap it up. You think? Yeah.
2: Man, what a fucking sprint of a show. This was like one of those uh fast paced bell to bell matches. <laughs> <where you> <laughs> just, <laughs> <you> just, <laughs> this is Kurt angle mysterious. This is so get I'm all sorry. your this is get all your exactly. shit in match. <laughs> Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> no, but um, to, uh, as far as business and logic go, like business-wise, I am here with MLW. Um, logically, it's 12 o'clock and we're tired. So CT worked all day in Orlando. Um, he, Like he said, he has a job interview. Hopefully, all uh, goes well with the big homie. Uh, me, I also have to dump footage. And I've spent forty minutes hiding from them, so let me go back <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: in. He's just looking over his shoulder. Yeah,
2: I've been time. looking at my shoulder the entire time. People have been interrupting me, but it hasn't yeah. been the people that need me. So, like, I've just been like, okay. And then uh, my last time i to
1: put
2: this on YouTube <laughs> yo the last time somebody came through it was Alex and he was like I got sushi and stuff I guess that was him telling me like hey uh, come to the room I need what you have yeah pretty much so um, we're gonna wrap it up yo thank you guys for listening um, like I said um 16 weeks our first show um, away from each other it wasn't so bad um, if I was a little bit more um, uh, a little bit more if we had a little bit more time I would say yeah. uh, if we had yeah. a little more time I didn't I didn't wrap here till under 11 we're well, no, under pressure. Why? But we also got a deadline that we want to give to you guys. We want to give you our content. Regardless of, and we know that sometimes it can't be the best. You know what I mean? Uh, but it, it's, it, we're always going to give our best effort. You know what I mean? So it, it wasn't like we was going to call off a week or, you know, you know, whatever the case may be. We made it happen. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're going to definitely get this up by four o'clock tomorrow. Um, I'll do some edits because we're definitely going to have to edit some things out. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, thank you guys for listening. CT, you want to close us out? Thank
0: you.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll close us up. You know, uh, just uh, check us out on iTunes. Check us out on SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, if you, we're already listening to us right now. so But just hit us up on the social media then. You know, we have a RW Podcast One on Twitter. Hit us up on Reasonable Wrestling uh, Podcast on Facebook. leave Wrestling or- so, Podcast Podcast on Instagram, it's a uh, it's been a um, it's been a good one. You know, I think this it's been our first. Um, we're we're having a growing pain with this episode. We're trying to figure out the Skype thing is the first time being um, apart doing this. And, and
2: thanks, CT. I, thank I was damn. I was just about to say thanks, man. CT. Yo, it's crazy. We got synergy. <laughs> this is the,
1: yeah, yo, I, I want to thank each other because we are making it. Uh, and the patience,
2: the patience, the patience that we have with each other is for. I know CT is a very he's he's a perfectionist you know ct would have rather not do the show than the way we did it and but he's also dedicated and knows that we have to do the show because it's a promise that we made you know what i mean it's a consistency thing so um it, we have bad matches let's just say we, we yeah. had a bad match you know, <laughs> uh, you know.
1: apologizing Nigga, like this is we got it out we, we did it and we got to give ourselves props for making it here it's twelve fifteen, and we, we we made it We we did it and,
2: and a 45 minute um, show so we yeah. made it easier for you guys to listen
1: yeah. And I promise you, next week we're going to have a really, really good show for you. I know this, I, I told you this is going to be good, but next week, boy, oh boy, next week is
0: going
2: to be great. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be better, guys. All right, so uh, yo, thank you guys uh, for uh, listening. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. We're signing
0: off, all right? Peace. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help.